welcome to the Why So Serious Podcast. Ooh, getting it out, Neesmith. Long time no talk. Long time no talk. Episode 11, season two. Season two. We've been away. We, people thought that maybe NBC canceled on us after the first season. And You're then- wrong. We're back. <laughs> they might have canceled, but Fox has picked, picked yeah, us Fox, back up. Fox has picked us up. No, uh, no one's picked us up. Um, we're here for another episode. It's been a, been a minute. Um, to be honest, we've been both been really swamped. Been swamped. Shout I've been out. swamped by vacation. Yeah. You've been swamped by work. Yeah. Call us Gators. Yeah. Shout out Shrek. Um, we've been swamped. and But you know what? A lot of stuff's happened in our life. We've been super busy. That's okay. We're not really going to share that. That's not important. Uh, we discussed on the very first episode of this podcast that we would not talk about work or things like that, and that's going to hold true today. Um, Smith, we've got a lot of things we want to talk about. How do you want to start us off? So today, man, I'm just excited to be back. We could literally talk about anything and I would be happy, but um, we've kind of added a little bit of structure so the listeners aren't just you know bored to tears. So today we will be discussing airplanes. Ooh. And everything that surrounds airplanes and etiquette and things not to do on airplanes, you know, just a guide to flying. Sure. And we both have been on airplanes frequently. Recently. Recently. recently, Um, I recently went to Chicago for just a one-day trip. My sister got engaged. It was a delightful trip. Uh, I also rode back on an airplane. So I know a lot about this topic. And I'm very passionate about it. To be honest, of all the things that we've talked about, this might be the one that I'm most passionate about. You were you, more than paydays. You walked in, you go, I could talk about this for 30 minutes. <laughs> I could. I go, well, let's do it. Yeah. So you recently went to Europe, right? Uh, that, country will not be disclosed, but yes. uh, it's an island, you know, ever heard of it? It's by Asia. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> that's a that's a continent. Okay. It's over there on the other side of the world. Neesmith went there. Cartography. Carto- yeah. And so <laughs> we're here to just talk about airplanes. Now, like I said, I'm very passionate about this. This is something that means quite a lot to me because... There are so there are so many things that you can and cannot do on an airplane, and no one has written the rules. No one has written a manual or a book that says, hey, Susan, this is what you can't do on my plane, or this is what you can do. So we're really just going to lay it out for you guys, sort of create a little booklet, if you will. A, virtu- a narrative. A narrative, a little virtual booklet of things that you really just should not do on an airplane. Um, Neesmith, lead us off, man. So number one... <laughs> I kind of have a theme of the different people on an airplane. Okay. And if you are that kind of person, you need to know it. So the bathroom person. Ah. The person that goes to the bathroom, it's a two-hour flight. They go five times. Yeah. So that person needs to be cognizant that they have to sit in an aisle seat or at least make an attempt to sit in an aisle seat. Sure. Because you are going to be getting up frequently, and you know who doesn't want to get up with you? The, the person, person sitting, sitting next, next to you. Because yeah. they're not going to the bathroom <laughs> Look, five times. Don't don't be drinking cranberry juice before the flight. If the person comes by and says, what do you have to drink? Say nothing because we can't. I can't have you getting up five times. Unless you're in an aisle seat. Unless then you're in an aisle seat. Chug a lug. Have yeah. as much as you want. And I understand some people may have hyperactive bladders or things that maybe require you to go to the bathroom more frequently than others. We are very aware of that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Just plan accordingly as best as you can, okay? Exactly. I like that one, Neesmith. Simple, to the point, that's that's my number one. Um, I've got a couple things. I'll start off with, I just I, th- I think, one that's pretty important to me. If you're sitting in the window seat, there's a certain amount of etiquette that comes with sitting at that seat, okay? If it's, we're flying in the sky, so we are closer to the sun than we were when we were on the ground, okay? If you are going to open up the window... 
please at least ask the person sitting next to you because it's very bright. And oh! It, yeah, and it's it's just, I've you know, I recently was trying to fall asleep. I was sitting in the aisle seat, and the guy the guy had no regard and just blasted open the window and blinded me. And I, lo- I want to look at him and be like, come on, man. Like I, I actually had this on my list, and I titled him the guy that looks at the sky. Yeah. So you're killing like, What Keep are you going. looking at? It's been there every day of your life. It's just clouds. It changes when you get up there. So, you know... I have no issue with that. I would just say, maybe maybe give the guy to your left or girl to your left a little elbow and say, hey, uh, you mind if I just like pop this open real quick? Now, you listeners are probably thinking, that's, Way I'm not much. gonna do that. Like, why would I do that? I'm just saying, do it, okay? It's nice. And when you do it, just a peep. Yeah. You don't have to ride the whole line with it. No, the whole ride with it on. Open. Because because okay. guess because guess what? You're not only affecting the person sitting next to you. You're affecting the whole little region of that airplane. Especially the overnight flight. Yeah. Where it's 5 a.m. Yeah. The Keep sun is dead. Keep it eye. shut. Keep if it it's shut. an early flight. I agree. Neesmith, what do you got? So I meant to say this earlier, but before you get on an airplane, Ooh. don't be gate lice. Don't be people that when they're uh, when they start boarding the airplane. Oh, yeah, this gate is, lice. This is called gate lice. This is a good term for everyone to know. So, attention passengers, we'll be boarding Delta flight to New York, New York, uh, in about five minutes, and you all stand up. In your zone seven. Your zone seven. Just chill out. Chill it. I agree. They will call. They will call your zone when you're when you should go. So don't don't walk up there and get in get in front of people that are really need help, like wheelchairs mm-hmm. and expecting mothers, because sure. they, they can't get through the line. Yeah. You're just standing there clogging things up, and you're not going to be called for another thirty. And minutes. guess what? You bought that seat. It's no one's taking there. it. <laughs> You're probably like, oh well, what if there's not enough room in the ele- in the you know the above the chairs to put my bags in? Guess what? There will be because there always is. I like to get there and get settled. <laughs> I like to make sure I can adjust my seatbelt correctly. <laughs> I get a little worried. <laughs> I love that. Don't be don't be gate lice. Also, if you have actual lice, don't make sure you fly. don't like touch people. <laughs> Don't fly. Stay off the airplane. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good one, Neesmith. I have another one. Oftentimes in an, in an airport, you know, because you might be spending a few hours there, you, you grab food. Okay? And a lot of times you're in a rush. And so you grab food and you don't really have time to eat it. You bring it on an airplane. <laughs> that's okay. What did you get to eat? <laughs> as long as you follow this one rule. No stinky sandwiches. <laughs> or fish. Or fish. Or any item that someone will say, dang, what's that smell? You don't want to be that guy, okay? Stick to dry to dry bars, sandwiches that are very plain, nothing that requires temperature or cheese or anything like that because that's just a no-go. I thought this pan-seared portobello mushroom <laughs> stuffed with blue cheese would be perfect for the flight. No, because then not only are you going to make everybody angry, but you're also probably going to go to the bathroom and be the bathroom guy, and no one likes that. Nobody likes that. You guy. like that? How it came yeah, full circle that, there? That's what we call a circle. Okay? So, yeah, very simple. No stinky sandwiches, <laughs> no stinky fish. Um, I'm going to rip up another one, Neesman. Keep going. This is where it really gets real. These first two that I said were like, okay, friendly little like... Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, like don't yeah. put the window no, up. No, 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 like, no. like These are very important to me. You could almost say they're the top three. Okay. Okay? If you're going to back your chair up, <laughs> at least ask. Because here's what you're going to do. You don't realize what's happening. When you lean your chair back... Chain reaction. And you assume that the space behind you, which is actually not your space, is your space, then that person behind you is angry at you immediately. 
they're never going to be happy about it. That you, oh, you took away the limited space that I have because you want to be comfortable. So what are they going to do? One of two things. They're going to start passively aggressive, like kneeing your chair here and there to let you know they're upset. Or they're going to lean their chair back. And what does that happen? Domino effect. Until everybody in the airplane hates you, my friend. <laughs> so just don't do it. And if you are going to do it, ask. Okay. Because they're not going to say no. They're not. They're not going to say no. But and if they do, you can do it anyways. Yeah, because you paid for that seat. Because <laughs> you paid for that seat. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the only caveat is, you know, if you're an elderly or if you are, like you said, an expecting mother or something that requires a little more room, then I will, of course, not really be upset with that. Lee Smith, what do you got? Uh, so feet. Oh no. Feet on airplanes. <laughs> Shoes. They're important. Mm-hmm. You wear them for a reason. Keep them on. Keep them on. And I think importantly, the big the big distinction is if you can smell your feet, <laughs> you are clearly interrupting someone else's smell. Yeah. They are they're, they're feeling your stink. Yeah. And that should never happen. Mm-mm. I'm I'm not to, I'm not going to say I'm not to blame that I've ever I've taken my shoes off on an airplane. But you know what? They're fresh socks and they didn't stink. Yeah. International flights are long. I understand that, but if your feet stink, do the check. Yeah. Check your foot, check your stench, and if it smells, <laughs> keep them on. Keep them on. I love that. Or get a blanket and wrap around them. Some people need that. Have you seen the recent video that's been circulating on like Twitter and Instagram of that person sitting in the front row that's uh, barefoot on the airplane and their feet is propped up on the TV screen <laughs> and they're swiping right on the movies with their toes? That is disgusting, but that does bring me up to another point. Okay. Movies. Oh. Okay. Love that. Yeah, movies is interesting to me. This is not necessarily a uh, a don't on an airplane. More of a tip. Okay. Uh, a pro tip here. I think I know where you're going with this. Don't shoot your shot on the first movie you see. Wow. So go all the way through all the selections to see if you can find something that would tug your heartstrings. Yeah. Or some type of action thriller. Yeah. You can go through A to Z and find the movie that's just right for you. Don't say, oh, mm-hmm. Avatar. I've seen that a couple times. I'll watch it again. You know, the thing about that statement that's so accurate is that just like a airplane is a up and down trip, you know, you go from the ground to the air, back to the ground, land in a different country or continent for that matter. Um, so are the emotions on an airplane. Very much. I might want a comedy followed by a, ro- a, a romantic, you know, film or an action, you know? I recently watched Crazy Rich Asians on the airplane. I'm not going to lie to you. It got a little misty up there, okay? I was crying a little bit. You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and just pretend like it wasn't, it didn't move me to emotions. The flight attendant didn't pass without a tissue. Okay? Yes. And I love I love that. I need to experience that emotion. So I love that point, Neesmith. I got uh, I got two more that I feel passionately, roll on. passionately roll about. Roll on, roll on. Um, the guy that, or girl, or that passenger that, br- that brings in their luggage onto the airplane and tries desperately to jam it in <laughs> to the little space. Like, what do you call it? The little... Overhead. The overhead. You know it doesn't yeah. fit. <laughs> and it doesn't fit. And you just like... He just keeps jamming it in. <sighs> like, like ah, if I just wiggle it this way. And he's the last person on the plane. And the flight attendant's like, excuse me, sir, we're going to have to check it. And he's like, oh, we're not checking this bag. Like, we're not doing that. And it's like, what do you want her to do, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, you, it won't fit. And it can't go under the chair. You got to check it in. And then he causes a scene. And then before you know it, you know, you're getting dragged out of the airplane. Don't be that guy. Just if your bag's big, just be courteous. Check it in. You'll have it safely. I understand that things happen and it may not show up. But, you know, typically that's not how it works. So just be aware of that. 
be aware if your bag's gonna fit. You usually know they have the little measuring mm -hmm. things before you even get on the flight. Yeah, you can measure it. Yeah, kind of in that same area. If you see an uh, an older person or a smaller person that can't quite lift their bag up, help them out. Help them out. Be a nice guy. Be That's a nice just guy. a rule of thumb, not only for airplanes, but for everything. That's in for life. life, but specifically an airplane, just say, hey, let, let me lift that up for you. And don't forget about it, because you need to come back and help them get and it help out. help them get it out. Because they couldn't get it up there, and they most likely can't get it out. You have any other ones, Neesmith? Um, One more tip. Some people don't know this. Um, alcohol is free on international flights, okay? What does that mean? Like, you can have a glass of wine or a beer at any time, gin oh. and tonic, whatever you want. Wow. And they're not going to charge you. Wow. They'll be like, okay, uh, I'll get it for you. Nice. But don't be that guy that every time the flight attendant passes, you go, hey. Ma'am? You're more than whiskeys. Yeah, ma'am. I had somebody that on my flight, and just let them do their job. Yeah. They're going to come check on you. Yeah, they're, you know, they're not only serving you, you know. That's a, that's a little pro tip for those who be interested in, in uh, using that. Lastly, and certainly not least. Now, this one actually applies to my dad. Okay. <laughs> My dad is six foot six, so he has an excuse. He's gonna say, oh, I do this because I'm tall and I've been on an airplane for a long time, okay? I don't buy it for a second, okay? But here it is. When the plane lands and the little dinging thing goes off, why does everybody rush to get up right away? Why? So I have one counter already. International flight. I've been sitting for eight hours. Sure. I want to stand up. Sure. Yeah. But on every single flight that I've ever been on, whether I'm going from Atlanta to Birmingham, vice versa, a 30-minute flight, the people are like are rushing to get up immediately. And I tell my dad that because my dad does that. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, well, uh, you know, I might have to stretch my legs. I'm like, dad, it's going to be two more minutes and you'll be off the plane. You just chill out. I think it's just instant reaction to spend, you know, talk for no reason. And then this brings me to uh, the, the second part of this, which is... If you are sitting behind me, you don't get off the plane before me. Yeah, no, no, no. You wait for the person. People don't all completely understand that. That's common. Courtesy. That's common courtesy. Do not be like I, I have a connection to make. Well, you know what? Yeah, probably people in if front that's of you. A, do if too. that's the case, then just just mention it real quick. Be like, hey, do you mind if I hop off for you? Be like, yeah, of course, man. Go get your flight. Go get your flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If um, you ask, but if you're just like running past, I don't know anybody. Yeah, I just, I just feel like just... I don't know. That needs to be told. Uh, you know what, Neesmith? After this discussion, I just realized we need to create a little booklet. We need to pitch it to Delta. Yes, exactly. Or whoever, and just say, I hey. I was just thinking this. Yeah, say, hey, here's some, like, literally 101 unwritten rules that are now written. Just pay us a couple million dollars. You can have it. A couple milli, and we'll do it. Same thing as, like, the safety book. Yes. It'll be right in behind it. We won't try to go in front of it. We're not going to impede. Safety, safety first, first. Then okay? family. Then family. And um, then Then everything book. else. And then our book. <laughs> Okay, uh, that's what? that's the airplane segment. You not have quite, not Ooh. quite. So this comes out of Cal Neesmith, my old, oldest brother. Shout he, out Cal. He brought this up when I landed in New York to visit him recently, and he said, answer, the, answer this question for me. Okay. Why do people on airplanes, only on airplanes, do you ever see someone say, um, just out of their own thought, I'll have a tomato juice. Or I'll wow. Have, or I'll have a ginger ale. And he goes... Why is it? Because Why? he didn't have the answer. He I don't have, have the, answer. the answer either. So we kind of speculated for a bit. Maybe it's the atmosphere. Maybe yeah. it's the thought that it's the little tiny can. You don't have to commit to it. Sure. So what do you think about it? I think that it's... I don't have an answer. I'll first, first and foremost, I'll just okay. say that. I don't have an answer. Um, I just think that people like to think that they... Because they're surrounded by others and that they're on an airplane. And so I, I think they want to give off the idea of general 
health and like I'm a healthy guy. Like, I get tomato juice. I get in reality tomato juice is a ton of sugar and it's not you know anything that's produced by moths. By moths is not going to be healthy. Never eat anything by moths. Yeah. that is new. That is our new podcast mantra. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so one interesting thing that I think about ginger ale is that some people associate that with getting rid of like motion sickness. Sure. Like helping your stomach when your exactly. stomach hurts. Yeah. So that idea was thrown out. But okay. I, I don't have anything for sure. This was just something he brought up and yeah. I thought it would be interesting tomato, to hear from That's you. such a good point, man. Tomato juice, I, I don't... I never see anybody go, yeah, pour me a tomato juice. And I juice. can't imagine that they're cold. They aren't. They put it on ice. Which yeah, is, which is not like... I don't know. I mean, warm tomato juice on an airplane? <laughs> Come on. That is the opposite of a refreshing That's the start ale. of a horror movie. <laughs> It could be worse. It could be Clamato or oh, no. clam juice. Yeah, no. No, I'm out on that. Those are all of our talking points for airplanes. Uh, if you guys have any that we missed, which we definitely missed. I mean, we always miss stuff. So. Just please let us know. Let us know on Instagram or Carrier Pigeon. You can just text us or give us a note. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Because um, we this is a topic that we love. Uh, so that's that. Smith, I had breakfast today. I had had the day off. A lot of uh, Americans did. Yeah, I had had the day off, and so I was in my apartment, and I was like, you know what? I don't normally eat breakfast, but let me fire some eggs. I'll make some eggs. I scrambled them up, bada bing, bada bing, bada boom. You know, had some fruit on the side, and I, I called it breakfast. I recently had a conversation with one of the uh, OBGYN residents that I'm I'm uh, working with currently, uh, Kevin Shrestha. He's a phenomenal guy. He brought up this question, and I thought it was fascinating. Okay. And I know. I know you're going to have a good answer for this. So I almost just might let you answer it. <laughs> what is the single best way to prepare an order of of eggs? Okay. Lot to unpack here. Yep. Unpack away, buddy. So there's so much to unpack that I would say that, first off, the, egg, the yolk has to be runny. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm not going to be, I don't want a hard-boiled egg. I don't want scrambled eggs. That's a whole nother. I don't want an omelet. That's all out. Okay. I want my white to not be runny. Okay. So that's another qualification. Okay. So really what it comes down to me is what you would consider a New Orleans-style poach. Ah. Which is... Bougie. Yeah, it's quite bougie. It's what <laughs> they put on top of Eggs Benedict, but I use it sure. in a lot of different ways. Or a standard fried egg. Okay. Those are the two that came down for me, and I think for that... Oh, man. It's hard, but I'm going to take... I'm going to take... I'm going to take the poached egg. Wow. Because for, for one for one reason... Let me finish. Yeah, yeah. One reason or not, you can... You can dry it off so it's very dry and it's very versatile. It's still the egg's still running. Sure. The yolk's still running. You can put it on sandwich. You can put it on avocado mm-hmm. toast. You can put it literally anywhere. You can do anything with it. Sop up toast with it. Whatever sure. you want to do. I think that the versatility of a yolk and having that kind of you know, semi wow. s- semi boiled, you know, yeah, it's, it's a good way to be. Yeah. So <clears throat> I have a couple counters. Come I, on. I, my answer to this, I don't. It's not powerful. It's not strong. It's not going to change the world. I like a good blue collar, gritty, hard boiled egg. <laughs> you know what? I don't have time to sit here and use a fork. Just give me the egg. Let me pop it in my mouth. Let me just go run, eat. That's going to give me everything I need. I don't really care. I'm not too picky about eggs. That's fair. Which is why I thought you would give me a good answer, and you have so far. What I want to know is you didn't answer it enough. Okay. How are you cooking it? How long are you cooking okay. it? And what are you putting on it? What's okay. going with it? Is there hot sauce in it? Are you putting salt on it? Is there pepper? What are you doing? Okay, so the first thing we do, we take a pot of hot water. Okay. We get it hot. We it, it's gonna be cruising around. No, 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 boy. Okay. No. <laughs> We're cruising around 170 degrees Fahrenheit. Ooh, okay? sizzling. Sizzling. We put approximately a teaspoon of 
any kind of vinegar you have in your house. White vinegar. Oh my goodness. You know, apple cider vinegar is probably the best. Probably the best. For, for your eggs. Yeah. So get that going around 170. That's a good temp to work at. Are you putting a thermometer in? No, you just know. If you you know. just know. I mean, yeah. How many eggs have you poached in your life, man? If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> yeah. So with that, now you're going to take a nice small spoon, a little metal spoon, get to twirling. Make sure, make sure your little mixture is going to twirl like the way you like it. Yeah. You take your egg. You crack it in a cup or glass, whatever you have. Yeah. You start twirling again. You pour your egg into the boiling water. It starts twirling around, and the vortex that it creates, the... Vortex? The, the vortex. The white of the egg surrounds the yolk, and it becomes this perfect little ball. Oh, my God. Perfect little ball. So then what you're going to do, you're going to have like a little... Uh, I guess you consider it a slotted spoon. Be oh, my God. Protocol. That was amazing. And... Kind of want to lift your egg up off the base of the uh, base of the pot because it may get a little sticky. Yeah. Though you added your vinegar, that was the purpose of that. Oh wow! And the egg will start to rise a little bit. You don't want to let it go too long, boy. Okay, boy. Okay? You don't want that hard boil. <laughs> you want that soft boil. That's right. So as soon as you see the white start to become less clear, translucent, if you will, ah. to, to more opaque, you take your set egg out of the boiling water, put it on a paper towel because we don't want none of that weird vinegar water. Or whatever. Uh, uh we don't want that. We don't want that. Let that rest on its paper towel. Let it lose a little bit of that moisture. You have already prepared toast by this point, my friend. I have. You have. Yeah. And you have a bed of oh, freshly ripened avocado. White down. girl alert. White girl alert. <laughs> and then you put down your bed of arugula. Oh, my goodness. This is bougie. We're talking it. Yeah. You, then you make sure your egg is completely you know, dried off. Yeah. Place it on top. Salt, pepper. Okay. Game, set, match. Andrew. That's how you do it. I mean, my mouth is watering, and I literally <laughs> just ate. So, I mean, that's amazing. Um, I've never poached an egg. I'm familiar with how to poach an egg, and but the way you described it, I mean, that was uh, just absolutely beautiful. Very simple. You just have to do it a couple times and fail. Sure. Because you're going to fail. I'll fail, boy. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's it. Wow. Hard-boiled egg for me. No fancy-schmancy <laughs> vortex here. Just a little, a little pot of hot water and an egg. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna put maybe some salt on it, but if I don't have enough time, I'll just I'll just put it in in, in roll. So um, that's it for for that. Neesmith, <laughs> very nicely done. <laughs> that was how to cook an egg with Neesmith. Welcome to my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Last but not least, before we head out, because uh, we've really done a lot of blabbering today, it seems. Um, Neesmith, I'm about to go see Lion King, and so. Alright, so anyway. Going to see Lion King. Obviously I'm just a ball of emotions right now. Um What happens? I don't know. <laughs> okay, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen Mufasa dies. <laughs> <laughs> Scar's the bad guy. Timon and Pooba come hang out. And Lion King has the single greatest character in all of in all of movie history in Rafiki. The greatest character. He is, I don't know. He, I love me some Rafiki, man. I don't know how to describe him other than eccentric. Yeah. So all I'll say is this. I don't really have much to talk about in any topics. I'm I'm very. I'm like walking on eggshells. I'm very nervous because The Lion King was a spectacular movie, and you don't want them. To and ruin I it. don't want them to ruin it. Yeah. I've heard mixed reviews. Ugh. I've heard a couple more good than bad. Okay. And so I really just want to quickly ask you: What is your take on these new movies that are like plays on old classic Disney's, but like with the modern technology? I don't know exactly so what they call it, but I see the point of them, and I think that 
while the idea is a good idea, I think that they're probably going to overdo it. I think so, They're going to do way too many of these because yeah. every poster of a Disney movie right now is just a, a live action of yeah, live movies action. they've That's already was, done. Yeah. Rehashing. It's kind of like Fast and the Furious. They just keep making them because the money mm-hmm. keeps printing itself. Yeah. But I'm going to go see it because I'm an American, right? Yeah. I do yeah. American stuff. Yeah, and Lion King's really American. But I'm probably not going to go see any of the other ones. I'm no, not going like to go Mulan. see Blue Will Smith or whatever. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they think it was a good idea to make man, Will Smith the that, genie? That's so funny. Have you? Oh, man, those pictures on the internet of him just <laughs> cracks me up every time. Blue but, genie Will Smith, man. He's come a long way from uh, I, I The think, Fresh Prince. <laughs> but the bottom line is this, Neesmith. We have a question we have to ask to close this episode out. Okay. It's an important one and a challenging one, but it's something that we've got to ask. What is the single greatest Disney Pixar movie of all time? Um, for me, it's Monsters, Inc. Wow. Um, bam. Yeah. I did not see that coming. Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> why, why Monsters, Inc.? You didn't file your paperwork. <laughs> why, that, why that movie? I don't know. I think it came out around the time that you start appreciating movies. Sure. Uh, as a kid, you're kind of just watching it for whatever, the animation, and... I really appreciated the storyline. Yeah. I think that um, teaching someone to, you know, not scare everyone and make friends is a good concept. Wow. Yeah, it's quite touching. Wholehearted Neesmith answer right there. Disney movies. So I've got two that I'm really bouncing back and forth between. Um, uh, you know, the child in me wants to go Beauty and the Beast or Cinderella. Those Fair. two were big, big ones for me growing up. Not like I watched every day, but I just really enjoyed. You watch them every but, day. But my answer is Inside Out. That see, that's a that very... movie is so good. I mean, really, really and truly, great uh, storyline. Great storyline. It's like you said. It's Talk got... about heartstrings, dude. Yeah. That one is. I mean, dude, they tugged. They t- another one that I watched on an airplane. Oh, yeah, another. Air- yeah, yeah. Y- y- y'all like that? You like that? No, I watched on the airplane. I remember just being like overwhelmed with how good it was. Uh, I didn't expect it to be that way. Uh, I thought it was just another like Disney movie that I just missed out on, and I just I watched it, and it it was fantastic. So that's the best one in my opinion, and uh, in fact, that is the correct answer. That's the best movie. I love Lewis Black in that one. He's yeah. he's very good. But to me, uh, I'm gonna stick with Monsters Inc. because it's nat- nostalgic and yeah, yeah can't message. change my mind. Well, we talked about airplanes, we talked about eggs, and we talked about Disney movies. So if that's not the single weirdest podcast of all time, then I don't know what is. Neesmith, we're back. After a month out, month or month plus, sorry. Yeah, it's been a while. We're sorry we denied you guys the content. Yeah. You probably missed us on your commute. Yeah. But we're we're here, and we're giving you content whenever we can. Yeah. So, Neesmith, if someone were to want to listen to us, where could they listen to us? As a reminder, you can find us on Spotify, the Apple iTunes Podcast Network. Yeah. As well as our SoundCloud users. You can follow us so on... Have a few. Follow us on Instagram on Pod one and uh, man, we had a we had a good time on this episode. It was good to be back. We look forward to the next episode. But until then, don't, don't be, be so serious. serious.